Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And on the line now is the host of the BetMGM Tonight podcast and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. He's on X at Ryan Horvat, just one T. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And make sure uh, to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. Ryan, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing really good, man. I, uh... I unfortunately got into a uh, car accident a couple weeks ago. I was I was parked in at a red light and got hit, and so I've been waiting for my car now for about three and a half weeks. And I just got the good news. Mercy good me! Good news, bad news. One more day, I have to uh, take the train in or find an Uber for under one hundred dollars just to get to work. But I do get my car back tomorrow. It looks like so. Big news for me is. Uh, you know, I can maybe uh, actually do something with my life this weekend. Although, the the, the, insur- kidding, the insurance handled it, right? The insurance handled it. You didn't have to pay out of pocket oh, yeah, for all yeah. of the repairs, I, I hope. It, it, it took like two and a half, three weeks to get everything squared up, squared away, and then get my car actually fixed. So I never recommend getting into a car accident. But uh, luckily, good to go, man. And uh, I say this like I'm going to do something this weekend. I'm going to be <laughs> on my couch all Saturday. We have college hoops. We have college football. We have NFL football. And we have uh, some UFC, so a little bit of something for everybody. So have you been having to take trains? You've been having to take public transportation as of late? Yeah, it's been brutal. Uh, Not a big fan of the D.C. commute. And I live in Maryland, which works because, like, my wife can walk to work. My son can walk to school. But the only issue is, uh, you know, I have to drive. And the drive, like, oh, man, it's rated right now, I think, the third worst commute in the United States. Not great. It can take me anywhere from like 45 minutes to like two hours just to get to work. <laughs> and then on the train, oh, the train, like, it, it, it's, you know, first world problems, I know. But I like to keep up to date, like, stay, you know, my mom will try to call me, my mother or my father will call me. And, you know, I'll, I'll try to explain to them, like, I can't text, I can't uh, call, I have, like, no service. And then I don't get any Wi-Fi, which is the worst part about it. So, like, if something goes down, I was on the train, actually. <laughs> this was brutal. Um I host the baseball podcast, and right. I didn't even know about Shohei Otani. It took me because my train got delayed. I had no service on the train from Maryland to D.C., and when the Otani deal went down, uh, I I didn't even know about it because I had no service, and nobody was talking about it on my train. So uh, that sucked. Yeah, so, well, luckily tomorrow, uh, my life changes for the better. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now let's start with the Shohei Otani deal. What do you think about $680 million being deferred? Uh, luxury tax evasion, I, I hear people calling it for the Dodgers. I find it nuts. I mean, like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a good thing for Major League Baseball to allow that much money to be deferred. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And 
it's 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 all like it's it this is what this is my issue with just major league baseball i mean you know i'm a cub fan and so uh i don't really um have a whole lot of nice things ever happening for me but you know i mean like this year they go out they spend a bunch of money on craig council to manage the team and uh i think we'll see i mean there's still some free agency i know left but Right. I don't really like what they're doing right now. Uh, and it's just like every year it's the same teams. It appears it's the Dodgers, it's the Yankees that are able to sign the players like Shohei Otani, make the deals for Juan Soto. So it's just frustrating, you know, and uh, that's why we talk about like having a salary cap and it annoys the hell out of me in the National Football League and the NFL. I mean, you don't get to keep all your guys. That's why Tyree Kill got traded away from Kansas City. Packers end up moving on from Devontae Adams. But I mean, at least it keeps things somewhat fair uh you know with these right. middle market smaller market big market teams it's about who it's has the, the most cash stuff. on hand in the nfl i mean i know that's the same thing for the for major league baseball yeah. but with no cap at all it's just i mean the the way they're bending the rules to to sort of have this or using loopholes if you will to make shohei a tiny cap hit for 10 years while he's in la is kind of ridiculous <laughs> two right. two and mil I mean, like, a year yeah, I, I like. I didn't even understand. I still don't really understand entirely how this whole thing works and how we're just like. It seems like they're kind of like throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks and making up rules, like you said, as we go along here. Because I mean, I had to look into that. I deal with money. That's that's what our entire show is about. And I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because at first, that was the first thing that jumped off the page for me was the money. I'm like, man, I love Shohei Otani. I really wanted him in Chicago, and I got my hopes up. Like I knew I would. Uh, but I mean, seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars. Like he can't even right. pitch next season. You know, he's got it's an nuts. elbow injury. It's pretty much Tommy John surgery. So like, one more injury, and then what? Is he a closer? Is right. he coming out of the bullpen? Does he even pitch? And I get it. Like he could still hit forty plus homers. He could still hit two eighty five. He's going to get on base. But he's also twenty nine years old. I mean, we're yeah. talking about a guy by the end of this contract who's going to be thirty nine years old and, and with a with a surgically repaired elbow. Yeah, and that's what like, and and, and that's what um, it, it, why it does make sense like for a team like the Dodgers, a team like the Yankees, because it's not even really about Shohei Otani, the baseball player, right? Because like the Dodgers are right. going to go to the NLDS most likely NLCS and get beat anyway, and the Yankees are going to be a contender anyway. It's just about like keeping fans and people are going to go to games regardless. In Los Angeles, though, you know you got to keep people in the ballpark, and Shohei Otani. You know, we were talking about this with a couple of the baseball insiders, Bob Nightingale and John Heyman. It's like uh, you got to uh, you got to think of like the money that Shohei Otani brings. Yep. You know, more than like what he brings on the field, and uh, that's that's the one good thing. Like, because baseball's done a terrible job marketing their superstars, but Shohei Otani markets himself. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who takes the ball every five days and also goes out there and can hit. So you got to think of like what he does for the Dodgers financially as well. I already see the idea. Considering I think he broke the forty-eight-hour uh, record on Fanatics for jerseys sold over like Messi and uh, right. Ronaldo. Like I, I, I completely understand he's an international superstar, but at the same time, that's a crazy contract. And then also, I like obviously it's a no salary cap system, but the luxury tax is there to keep somewhat of a competitive balance. And if you're avoiding that altogether. There is no competitive balance. There's just no even. You can't even fake like there is, and that's right. that's a that's a very bizarre um, that's a bizarre way that they they sort of uh, structured that contract. And I, I do you think it's going to stick? 
Do you like? I I don't expect Rob Manfred to step in there, but the rest of these owners probably do not like the amount of deferred money on that contract. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be like kind of like the Deshaun Watson situation, where remember everybody got all pissed off at the Browns for the money that they threw out there and all the guaranteed money. It's kind of like the same situation where I'm sure all the owners, you know, the GMs are going to hate this and they're probably going to complain. But I just I don't see Rob Manfred right. doing anything about it. I do think that it'll stick, and it's insane because I thought the whole goal, the whole goal for Otani, like for his camp, was to get. They weren't trying to, like, set the market. They weren't trying to compete against, like, Aaron Judge in the market. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they were trying to compete with, hey, Shohei Otani is an international superstar. That's why I thought it actually made sense if he would have went to Canada because then, man, he owns every single market, the United States, Japan, and Canada pretty much. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I thought, like, the goal was, hey, we want messy money. We want to be paid as the top international sports superstar. We don't want to just be paid as the top baseball player. You know what I mean? I thought that right. was the end goal. And, and I guess at the end of the day, yeah, that still works out. But I don't know. It was all just kind of confusing. But I do think that it sticks. Yeah. Now, into the NBA, Draymond uh, Green suspended indefinitely. And this is after, uh, what is it, three or four suspend or four ejections in the calendar year. Um, I mean, it's been unbelievable to see him. Uh, in October of 2022, he, had the, uh, he was fined for punching Jordan Poole. And that sort of led to the... Uh, the the issues they had on that roster last year and that team not not reaching any type of potential. In April 2023, he stomped on DeMontis Sabonis. November 2023, he uh, shoved Donovan Mitchell and got ejected. Then we had uh, November uh, of, of this year, we had the headlock of Rudy Gobert, and then he punched Nurkic, and he is suspended indefinitely. Do you think he earned this one? I feel like he earned this one. Yeah, I mean, he's earned it for sure. I, I think, like, still, like, people are a little crazy. I don't really want to see him. I mean, I don't want to see Jack get suspended for 25 right. games. It's insanity. I, I don't really want to, like, get into the whole thing, but there's guys in the league that are still stepping on that floor every night, and they've done some crazy things, you know, like like Miles Bridges stuff. And I'm like, what what are we doing here? Like, is right. Draymond – all right, so I'm Draymond, they have to try to, like – they have to try to uh, – I, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to, like, I get it. But what are you really going to do? I mean, he's going to go to counseling. You know, how many games are you going to, like, what's a fair punishment for Draymond? Because he's, I asked this because, like, he's just going to continue to do the same things over and over. Like, right. This is went back. It's always selfish with Draymond, too. It's not even like he's, like, sticking up for his teammates. He's always costing his team. Every game that he gets punted from, they lose. You go back to the NBA Finals a couple of years ago, they lost all momentum. They had the series lead. And he does the low blow, uh, shattered dreams thing, and everything kind of falls apart. So I think, man, I mean, it's tough, uh, and it's kind of like, I don't know, it's it's kind of like baloney to me. Like it was like the job thing. Like he's got to go to counseling and this and that. Yeah, he's definitely earned the suspension, though. I mean, it continues to happen over and over and over again. But like, you got to make an example. But are you going to make an example? Because Draymond's just going to continue to do the same thing. So what do you do? Do you punt him out of the league, kick him out of the league? You could fine him. Um, it's just I feel like it's going to happen over and over again. The only case, like, I'm not I'm not sticking up for Draymond, you're right? But, right. Like, the only thing is, like, back in the day, we used to, like, glorify this behavior. Right. You know, before, yeah, like, in the know, 80s and the 90s, I get it. Like Bill Lambeer and Dennis right. Rodman, you still have, like, people on, like, social media all the time that are like, oh, LeBron wouldn't survive in the It's 90s. a soft That's league. True. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean... 
But still, man, like somebody's going to get seriously hurt. You can't be stomping on people's chest. He punched his own teammate in the face. I yep. mean, but yeah, have him go through anger management, this and that. I just feel like, man, Draymond, like he's my age. You know what I mean? Like right. Draymond at his age, I have buddies that are the same way. They just kind of are who they are. And I just feel like it's going to continue to happen. So unless you kick him out of the league, it's just going to keep happening. And I don't think they're going to do that. And I don't really want him to do that. But, man, um, I'm glad it's not my problem. You know, and yep. the Warriors, that's the other thing, man. The Warriors are cooked. Clay doesn't look yep. very good. Steph's, Steph's going to be good for five, six more years, for as long as Steph he wants to Steph looks great still. And Andrew Wiggins, too, forgot how to play Terrible. basketball. What happened to him? I have God. no earthly idea, right? I've been trying to figure that out all year. It makes no sense, his, his, his fall from grace. He's still decent defensively, but the fact that we had the other night – them playing the Suns, and he has to be taken out of the the closing lineup along with Clay Thompson. You don't have Clay Thompson or Andrew Wiggins in your closing lineup. That's insane. I never thought they'd yeah. be this bad or in this type of position. No, and like um, you know, Kaminga is just kind of who he is at this point. And yeah, like you said, man, Andrew Wiggins, who he is bad, bad, and it all kind of started last year with whatever was going on. I mean, I don't really pay attention to like the rumors and stuff, but he came back, hasn't been the same player, and. It's unfortunate for them because they gave him the bag after he went off in the finals. Jordan yep. Poole's gone. It, you know, they had to run, though. I don't feel bad for them. I'm a Bulls fan, man. The team hasn't right. been relevant since the 90s. So, like, this is kind of the circle of life. This is what happens. Time to suck now. Yep, yep. That's just <laughs> it's, that's how it works. That's how it works. Um, but I wonder what they're going to do with Clay this offseason, too, right? Like, that's the big question about a, an extension for him. <laughs> and I don't know if you can rational. You can't rationalize giving him a bag. This offseason, you cannot no. do it. He has to understand that. You know, like, what do you want, man? But Clay, but Clay Thompson has had this. I re- there was a time, and I don't know if you remember this. I'm gonna. Uh, there was a time where I thought Clay Thompson was a likable star in this league. And I feel like that has completely pivoted. I don't know why. Yeah, a lot of people turn it on them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. well, and I also think that he just carries himself with a with an arrogance that people don't don't really like. Now, has he earned that arrogance? We can make we could have that argument. Yes, he's won a lot of championships, and he's uh, been an uh, All NBA guy. And yes, he's probably earned a little bit of that arrogance, but it has gone a little bit too far. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I, I do agree with you, and I mean, he's also been really bad. He's I, I didn't I didn't think he was going to come back and be the same player. Obviously, that's a pretty devastating injury, but. It's like some nights, like I watch him, and it's like he's not even showing effort. The other thing is right. he used to be a decent defender, too, man. Like, he, yeah. he isn't really guarding anybody. Um, it's a tough watch. And that, that's what he's going to have to probably make that decision, though. Like, do you want the, uh, you know, do you want to come back for cheap, retire here? They're going to build a statue of you and Steph anyway here. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go to, like, Charlotte? You know, some some stupid team will probably give him the bag. Like, hey, come watch Clay Thompson. It'll probably be the Bulls, to be honest with you. Right, That's what right. they do. Like, Rondo four years too late. Wade five years too late. Mello six years too late. Not that he ever suited up. Like, this is what the Bulls do. They never get the guys I want in their prime. You know, they they get him for the retirement tour, and then it's like, hey, you know, come see Wade here for a hundred and fifty bucks a ticket. Yep. Now, uh, <laughs> John Morant, John Morant's coming back here in uh, two more games, and then he'll be back against the Pelicans. What do you expect? What do you expect from John Morant on, on upon his return? I, I think there might be. I mean, he's either going to go off, or there's going to be like a little bit of rust. But I think like ultimately he's going to have a ridiculous season. I'm going to be playing his player props every single night. Big fan of the points, rebounds, and assists with Ja. I mean, like look at that starting lineup they threw out there the other night. Every Ugh. night, pretty much. But yeah. like Derrick Rose, 
who I love, you know, shout out to Derrick Rose, but David Roddy, like, I mean, come on now. So you got to get uh, Ja back, and I think he's going to put up numbers. And then I'm also going to look at some, like, updated win totals and playoff odds. Like play-in type end. deal. I, I mean, but, like, Definitely even with Ja in. back, and I know they're going to get Marcus Smart, what? Luke Kennard back here relatively soon, but they've dug themselves such a hole. Even Even looking at that 10 spot, They've dug themselves a hole. Like at this point, you're just—I mean, what are they? Uh, six and a half games out of yeah. that of that even and, the ten spot. And you look at the West, man. Like, I think the Timberwolves might be for real. Mavs right now would be the three seed, and man, Kyrie's barely even played this year. You have these young teams like OKC. You have the Kings, who I think people overrated a little bit. I mean, it was a nice season last year, but I just I. I I like. I might like the Thunder better than the Kings, to be honest with you. Pelicans, if they could ever stay healthy and Zion could stay away from Wendy's. I mean, you know, there's just so many teams. I hate to that take four, a hey, that four. That four for four is something else, though. That's a great deal. I defend. I agree, man. And Wendy's like that's why I even name drop them. I wish I. I wish I had an ad with them or an endorsement. I don't, but I. If I'm going to eat fast food. Usually Wendy's, uh, fresh, never frozen. People forget. Oh, but, yes. I mean, like I try to stay away from the Zion slander, man, and I never question his weight. I'm like, I don't care what this guy eats. I don't care what he does. I don't care who he dates. If he goes out there, gives me twenty three, six, you know, twenty three, eight, and six every single night, I'm fine with that. I mean, Zion's built to be a big dude, but man, like when his own team is calling him out, and then you see that performance, you know, in the play-in game or the play-in game in the uh, mid-season tournament. It's just like there's something there, man, and he just looks lazy. Sometimes. Well, and he's calling himself out, Ryan. Like he's even saying, like, I, you know, I, I don't know if I've given enough effort in this early going. Well, maybe it's because you're a little overweight. And we hate to see it, man, because like imagine being Zion. Imagine being able to just step on the floor and do like a windmill 360 dunk. You know, imagine having that skill set. It's like, dude, we get it. Like right now, man. Like I have to diet, unfortunately, because I'm I'm getting old here. And if I don't, like I got arthritis from from my from my old playing days. I you know I got enough to worry about. I want to be able to get out of bed. It's just how it goes, man. It's 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 part of life. Like eat your you know eat the goodies on Saturday and Sunday like the rest of us. You know try to eat good like sixty percent of the time. That'd probably do wonders. And just have yourself a cheat day. Health. Just have yourself and a cheat day. And Gabe, here's the other thing. You're rich, man. It's not like, yeah, right. you know, like, yeah. have some, like, grilled chicken, man. Have a steak. You know, have some lobster. Have some shrimp. Like, you don't have to eat a salad every single night. You could have, I don't know why I'm giving the diet plan over here. I mean, you know how it goes. But I'm just saying, like, we all, everybody's had to do it. You got to get it together, man, because you're throwing a career away. Luckily for him, he's he's made a bunch of money, luckily. Yep. Yeah, now last couple of things. Know, imagine what he made at uh, Duke too. Oh, it's a, it's a great point. Now last couple of things. Let's let's go with uh, yeah. Thursday night football. I uh, I just look at this game and the Chargers with no Justin Herbert, and no Keenan Allen, and the in the lines only three. And the Raiders. I think Aiden O'Connell's going to run out there. Um, I, I look at this game. Raiders at home. It feels like they should be able to cover this easily against just sort of the 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 skeleton of the Chargers. Uh, am I am I wrong for thinking that? No, I mean, like, if it was three and a half, four, it would be a different conversation. But, like, a field goal, anything under a field goal, I'm with you. I don't understand how the Raiders would lose this game. We haven't seen a whole lot of Easton stick other than, like, in some preseason action. I believe he's got four touchdowns to eight picks. He can use his legs a little bit. I don't hate, like, an Easton stick rushing prop. <laughs> okay. For me, it would be 
It would be Raiders or pass. I got a couple props, actually, I do like in the game. I have to have something because they're forcing me to go into work. So Hunter Renfro over 25.5 receiving yards. Hunter Renfro over 2.5 receptions. You know, prior to week 15 against Miami, he did absolutely nothing, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback. In fact, I believe he only had one game all season with 23 or more receiving yards and only two games with 19 or more receiving yards. But then Aiden O'Connell took over, and there's a lot of dinking and dunking, and that's how you attack this defense. And he's kind of been the security blanket. Three straight games with three or more receptions, four or more targets, and uh, 38 or more receiving yards. So I like over 25.5 receiving yards, over 2.5 receptions for Hunter Renfro. Devontae Adams right now, he's, he's been sick. He's going to play in this game, but I don't know how healthy he's going to be. And then you've got a good matchup against the Chargers, 27th in Team DVOA and 25th against the pass. I also kind of like Aiden O'Connell over 195.5 passing yards and yep. over 18.5 completion. This game, like everybody expects it to be so bad that you're seeing that in the market. You know, a lot of these props, even the totals in the 30s, everything's so low. You know, I might even look to play a live over. I, these teams are bad, but like I said with Easton Stick, the eight interceptions we've seen in these preseason games. I'm thinking short fields, maybe pick sixes. And as bad as the Raiders are um, on both sides of the ball this season, they do have a bunch of weapons. So maybe we get like Aiden O'Connell just throwing go routes, deep balls, you know, DPI, stuff like that. Got to love it. Now, last thing for you, we, we talked about the NFC being the favorite right now because the Chiefs are kind of lost. Bills are, are looking better, but they need to um, they need to trend in the right direction even further. They're only 7-6. and six. Um, uh, Ravens could do something for us, but I, I, we haven't seen Lamar Jackson and the these the this iteration of the Ravens have a bunch of playoff success. So we're talking about the NFC here. If I told you to pick Cowboys, Eagles, or 49ers to come out of the NFC, who are you picking? Is it the 49ers? It's not. It's not okay. the 49ers. I mean, okay, so this is why I love this market. I've been talking about this on my show, so I'm glad that you asked about this. And I'll even throw you an AFC team that I really like as well, too, because in the NFC, I bet Dallas. And you're still getting such a good price with Dallas right now you know, you got to shop around. But if you're getting a four to one price with Dallas to win the NFC, I'm kind of out on Philadelphia. Um, we'll see. I mean, you know, they had to pick up some linebackers off the street. We'll see what Shaq Barrett has left in the tank. But they really defend, struggled to defend the middle of the field. Offensively, without Shane Steichen calling plays, it's a different offense, man. Last year, they were like top 10 in tempo. This year, they walked to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Jalen is not as explosive. I don't know if it's the injury. But he just doesn't look as good. Even the last couple of weeks, like, where's A.J. Brown really been? So I'm kind of out on the Eagles for right now. That's probably famous last words. Um, <laughs> I'm all the way out on pretty much every other team. So for me, it's Dallas-San Francisco. And I know that San Francisco's had their number. They blew them out a couple of weeks ago in the regular season. They beat them in the playoffs the last two years. But both of those games have been close. It's been like boneheaded play calling at the end of the game. He had the Zeke direct snap where he played center last year and got blown off the line of scrimmage. And then the year before that, for whatever reason, they ran a quarterback draw with Dak with no timeouts. None of that made any sense. But now, like, I like this offense. Dak's playing like the MVP of the league. He's the favorite right now with Brock Purdy, 3-1 to one odds. They haven't really figured out the run game, but you have CeeDee Lamb playing like a number one. Jake Ferguson is a studded tight end. And they have that pass rush and that defense. So I like 4-1 to one with the Cowboys because if we get the matchup in the NFC Championship game, you have the perfect hedging opportunity. Like, if yep. you bet $100 on Dallas, you know, then you have 400 on the table. Maybe you don't want to head you out of that. Maybe you think they finally beat San Francisco. Or you say, hey, I could just take a cheap money line price with the Niners, minus 165, you know, and at least, 
you know, make some money either way. But if Dallas does win, then you kind of got the long shot. And they're playing like a number one seed right now, man. And, like, here they come. So Dallas and the NFC and the AFC, the, out on the Dolphins until otherwise, you know, proven otherwise, until mm. they start closing some games. There's two teams. So Baltimore, again, safe pick. But, man, first three quarters of these games, they're number one in point differential. In the fourth quarter, they're outside the top 20. With that run game, with Lamar, with that defense and that pass rush and that secondary, they should be able to close games. They got some big games coming up. San Francisco, that'll be a huge one. They're the safe pick. But I kind of like the Bills to get hot. And we're yep. getting crazy I think I'm there, the too. Right I'm now. with you. I'm with you. Because yeah, why like, not? I'm telling you, man. Just because like, why not in the AFC? The There's just nothing that right. really excites me about the AFC right now. That's that's what I'm saying. Like in Josh Allen, I know he throws some stupid interceptions, but uh, he's still a top ten. He's still a top five quarterback in this league. No question. He was on the Madden cover. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, you have Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis is is what he is. You know, and Dawson Knox is coming back. I don't really know if that's a good thing because I love Dalton Kincaid and they finally got him going. I worry a little bit about the pass rush. Like they have to generate some sort of pass rush. That was the issue in the playoffs last year. They lost Von Miller. And he had eight and a half sacks the first eight weeks of the season. And then Joe Burrow just sat in the pocket and picked them apart. And the AFC, but, I mean, now Joe Burrow's gone, right? Mahomes doesn't really have a number one wide receiver. The Dolphins are all beat up right now. The Phillips injury on the defensive side of the ball is huge. Yep. Um, and now you lose your starting center. You lose the best center in all of football. And you saw what that looked like, man. Fumbled snaps. So I think now's the time to buy in on the Bills. But problem is, like, they may have to win out just to get into the dance. I mean, yep. they said that, like you said, kind of with the Grizzlies, man. Like, now you got to win out, maybe. And you got some big games coming up, some tough matchups, including against Dallas. So, I don't know. Hopefully that's a potential pre- uh, preview of the Super Bowl right there. That would be an interesting one. I, 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 would be, I would be in favor of that matchup in the Super Bowl. But, Ryan, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining. I know you have to, you have to uh, get off somewhere. You have some, uh, you have some uh, work obligations that you have to get to. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, just figured out or found out that this is just a one-off. So luckily, next week, back on regular schedule, we'll still have two really good weeks of football. Week 18 in the NFL, man, is always a mess, but luckily we'll have college football playoff to talk about. And, you know, um, man, we actually got some bowl games on Saturday. Right. Pretty pretty excited about. Pretty excited about the bowl season. I bet uh, in the college football playoff, I had to go with Michigan over Alabama and then I took the points with Washington at four and a half. I think Washington might upset. That's Texas. a big game team right there. That's a big game team. I'm done fading them, man. And then uh, this weekend, let me throw one your way. Um, the number's kind of gone. I want to see where it was at. That's why I was selling there. So UCLA, I bet them as two-point favorites. They're out to four and a half. I love them. And I love them without Dante Moore. Dante Moore, you know, we talked about that, man. Like, I was hearing the reason that Chip Kelly was forced to go to Dante Moore who looked bad, like tons of pick sixes in big games, um, is because he was threatening to transfer, you know, enter the portal. And he was their five-star true freshman. He just didn't really look very good. I'm not saying he can't be good. He probably goes, you know, elsewhere and wins a Heisman. But that wasn't the fit for him. And uh, I really like UCLA on Saturday, 4 point. Well, and then on the other side, Boise State's going to be down a quarterback. Taylor Green transferred to Arkansas. So there is that. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. That's yes. kind of a big part of it as well. And yeah. I don't think they're very good. Yeah, that, <laughs> that 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 whole thing. And they have no coach. So, yes, I think, I think I like your pick as well. But, Ryan, I appreciate it, man. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Gabe. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. That was host of BetMGM Tonight and uh, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. He's on X at Ryan Horvat. Just one T. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM Tonight.
app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.